Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 14 of the Annotate Podcast. I'm your host, Hybrid Mick, and in the room tonight we have Dr. Kev. Good evening. Requiem. Greetings. And that's my pizza. Hello, friends. Yes, hello to you, everybody. Uh, yeah, here we talk about anime and anime-adjacent things. Uh, not as much anime going on this season, but we still got plenty to talk about. Um, before we get into that, though, I was wondering, Requiem, what do we have going on on the vlog? Well, on our uh, small and often viewed blog, we we have a brand new, spank, brand spanking new article from Dill doing a critical analysis of ReZero, the ReZero Season 1. You know, timely, since Whoa. it came out four years ago. People forgot what happened. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, true. We also have uh, our own new Doc Kev here with his exasperated thoughts on the severely depleted summer 2020 anime season. Economy of words in that title, Doc. I'm very exasperated. And you got a lot of uh, comments. That's good. Yeah. And of course, uh, after a long and internal delay, mostly because some jackass wouldn't turn his part of it in, the collaborative <laughs> annotate review of a sentence of a bookworm came out to much applause. Well, who, who was that person, actually? I forget. Oh, I don't know. Some asshole. All right, we'll I look at it later. Yes. But I'm sure that person <laughs> was very busy and had lots of stuff to do that was preventing him from finishing it. Yeah, oh, I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure he was very busy. Well, very busy. Yes. And he should not be judged. <laughs> Anyways, is that everything on the site? That's everything we've got since the last podcast that is of note. Alrighty. Uh, so yeah, we're watching a bunch of stuff. I think we, uh, we've talked about these uh, a little bit, but there's still more things to say. And then I also started a show that everybody seems to love, and I'm like, God, I'll watch it already. And uh, that's actually pretty awesome. But let's start. Who has a lot of stuff here? Requiem, you, I mean, you just talked a whole bunch, but can you want to continue? Because I really like the, this first show you got here. It's probably my pick of the season. I think most of us, if not all of us, are watching it. Uh, decadence. Mm-hmm. Still a dumb title. Still a great show. I think it's a great title. I don't think it makes sense, really, but it is a great show. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you can see where they were going for now that you've, you've gone throughout the twists. Okay, decadence. I get it. I still don't know why there's a hyphen in there. Does throw you off? Yeah, yeah I it, think it, it the gets... hyphens. I think the hyphens there just to be very on the nose instead of just saying the title out in one word. I mean, we talk about it pretty much every podcast because it's that damn good. It's, yes. And, and it still has, we're all worried that it might pull, you know, a, uh, you know, a dive off a cliff, which has happened to us before on shows we've thought were great and recommended. Cabinary, it comes to mind. But it gets better every episode. And then it, it keeps having those little twists. You're like, oh shit, they're going to do that. And it keeps working. I'm it's wondering... such a weird fucking concept, but it works so well. Yeah, I thought it was like a recent interview, or maybe it was just like a Twitter thing where the creator or the director was like, yeah, he wanted the... Well, I mean, how much are we going to spoil this? I guess if you haven't watched Decadence, maybe just like jump ahead. We got timestamps on the site. But uh, the... What, like the real... It's not like the real world. It's the cyborg world is animated in like more of a Western style because of how corporations kind of 
kind of really do run things in the world. And that's kind of what's inspired by it. I thought that was really interesting. Like that didn't become immediately noticeable to me that it was supposed to feel Western. I thought it was just supposed to be a different art style. But it's like, wow, uh, it's really good. Well, I was. I think that interview wasn't specifically saying that it was. A, the interview was about saying it was specifically based off that anime part of the animation was supposed specifically Western style. I'm pretty sure you said he was just basing off basing the show off of uh, Western uh, like Western capitalism essentially. Yeah, I mean that's basically what I was getting at. I don't know if he was like really trying to make a, like, a huge statement, but yeah, basically that was the idea. It's it's mm-hmm. almost like what you might see on Cartoon Network or something. I don't really watch a lot of Western 2D animation these days, but you kind of get yeah, that that's, feel. That's part of the greatest part of the show is the the, the contrast between the, the the slightly cartoony looking robots, which is basically a dystopia almost, and then a completely different kind of dystopia that the humans have to live through. Yeah, it's just the disc, Notopia. It's just bad. It's all bad. You should wait till they find out all this shit was a game the whole time. <laughs> the one thing I didn't realize, I don't know um, if it like was mentioned earlier in the show and I missed it, but I didn't realize until a couple episodes ago, I thought the monsters, the Godal or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I thought those had naturally occurred when when the Earth had been ruined by humans before the cyborgs took over. I didn't realize that the cyborgs were making the fucking things. Yeah, I mean, when yeah, they I, first showed it, I was like, "Oh man, I bet they're making yeah, I them." Think and it I think was pretty explicit about that. that the uh, I completely missed androids it. were. Well, I think in the recent episode, they're like, "We're going to destroy the factory uh, again." Watch. I hope you guys aren't getting spoiled. But yeah, uh, at this point, I realized it. It was like, oh, well, they didn't really explain why humans, like, kind of disappeared from the Earth. And it was really because the cyborgs took over and then they just kind of wiped them out. I'd like to get some more backstory on that. I'm hoping they do that. Yeah, I still don't quite know if... Did we wipe ourselves out mostly and then the cyborgs took over? Or did the cyborgs wipe us out? Yeah. They They don't seem to, like, care about humans enough to have wiped us out. Well, that's, like, the whole reason why the main guy is so different. Like, why do you care about these people it's just like that's because most of them really just don't right we're basically just an endangered animal to them like how we care about pandas yeah i mean they're cute but they should probably die (laughs) right right yeah Yeah. i mean yeah you don't want them to die because you don't want to lose the species but if they do it's not gonna affect your day-to-day life if they don't want to bang don't make them i don't understand Uh, oh I think God. we've covered all the important parts of Decadence with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have now officially spoiled everything. Oh, by the way, the animation's great and the characters are fun. And uh, oh, yeah. keep watching it if you haven't started already. I yeah. uh, would all recommend it. Doc, have yeah. you watched it? I am watching it. It's great. It's probably the best thing this season. Yeah. Not a lot of new, new shows, right? Because this isn't based on a manga or, or no. a novel. No, original it's completely original. Yeah. Original, yeah. yeah. Which means we're going to get a complete story, which is great. Yeah, that's why I have hope, uh, high hopes for the ending. Because a lot of times when there's an adaptation, you're like, oh, we're just going to leave you hanging. But when it's an original, I think we're more likely to get a, a halfway decent ending. I hope. Well, I'm pretty confident in the director because he direct uh, the director actually made Mob Psycho. Mob Psy- both season of Mob, seasons of Mob Psycho. And the animation team is... Uh, Studio Unod made Saga of Ta- the Saga of Tanya the Evil, which actually that's had great. really good... Really good action, as well as being a lot of fun as well. So is he like a Bones alumni, or is he just like a freelance director? What is this? 
that's a very good question. Because <laughs> this isn't Bones, right? Who? It's not. It's Studio what? Nut. Yeah, is this like their Studio first show? No, they did Tanya. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then he was working with them and Bones. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. They got I, between this show and Tanya, they definitely have a really good grip on uh, aerial combat. Yes. <laughs> That's like all the combat in this show, honestly. Except like sometimes you get like a car chase scene. It's pretty good. Yes, and that's an exception rather than the rule. Like yeah. episode five was so like had some of the best aerial combat and like uh, just close up combat as well. Like holy crap, I loved yeah. it so much. Yeah. Still, like if you've watched Tag on Titan, it doesn't hold a candle to that. Really, every time, every now and then, you get like a nice moment, but for the most part, it doesn't really compare. But uh, nothing else is really doing aerial combat like that. You guys all hate Attack on Titan, don't you? Yes. I like Attack on Titan. All right, good. We got one of you. All <laughs> right, let's go on. Watch Tekka Density if you haven't started already. Uh, it's really good. Uh, unless you just like that moy garbage. Get out of here! Actually, no, let's talk about Misfit of Demon Eye. Whoa. <clears throat> Who wants Who's to start? About it? I'm not watching it. <laughs> you guys go ahead. <laughs> it's fucking great. Mm, it's a I riot. Don't, I don't believe you. It is. It is. Okay. It's such. It's irregular at Magic High School, but if the MC that was one. super chill and having a good time with himself. Yeah, and also he has a lot more of a personality than Tatsuya. Or, I mean, Onisama. No, you, you were right the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's such a, uh, a standout in its genre because it's like you see all these same tropes, but they're doing just a little bit off of it. There's no harem at all. There's no fan service at all, which is very unusual for this kind of show. Yeah. And I just feel like the show is not bogging itself down with dumb rom-com bullshit. It's keep, it keeps going at a good pace, and it introduced it's sticking to its mystery that it introduced in the very first few episodes. So it's a lot of fun, and it's very confident in what it's doing. Like, I'd say, hey, this essentially this series is pretty much an above-average uh, magical high school show. Like, if I had to compare it to something... It'd be like comparing um, uh, Asterisk War, which um, Asterisk War to Chivalry of a Failed Knight. Like, Asterisk War is complete dog shit. Well, Chivalry of the Failed Knight does basically the same stuff, but it does it much better. Okay. Yeah, I would say that's a good comparison. Like, if you don't, like, if you don't like that kind of show, you if you, like, really don't like that kind of show, I don't know if this would change your mind, but it's a better version of that of those kind of tropes that you're tired of. It's like, well, what if we just had a really good time with it and took out all the shit that makes it creepy? Yeah. <laughs> all right. But then I think some people would be disappointed because they want that creepy shit. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of shows for those people. Okay. Yes. And if they really want that creepy shit, they can find another show that is more dedicated to it instead of going halfway in. Mm-hmm. Nobody, don't ever go halfway in. We just praised. <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Always go balls to the wall. All right, now you made it gross. <laughs> All right, I'm tired of listening to you guys. I want to hear Dr. Kev. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, Netflix has just released uh, Great Pretender, which is an anime by Studio Wit, who um, are the Attack on Titan guys. I've only watched the first mm-hmm. couple of episodes of that so far, but it seems like good fun. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have watched it all, watched it. Um, I'm interested in that. It's way, I could have sworn they had something, but I forgot to look into it. Um, yeah. you, what's like the general premise? It's um, it's about con artists. So there's this guy, he's a fairly young 
Japanese chap, probably in his early 20s, can't seem to get a job, so he decides to be a con artist. Yeah. And he he himself sense. he himself gets conned by, uh, I think he's an, an American lead, certainly blonde anyway, and gets uh, involved in increasingly complicated, bizarre con schemes um, in, in the US. I mean, it's they've just dropped 14 episodes all at once, and it seems to have been um, split into cases. So there's like a, the first five episodes is like one case, the next five episodes and then the next four episodes so there's like three main stories so i've only just watched part of the first story so far mm. but it's, it's pretty stylish it's got some really interesting use of color almost sort of eye bleedingly lurid but um yeah it's, it's, it's quite good fun um i don't I'll, I'll, I'll see it's not normally the sort of thing i would watch but uh i'll probably stick with it for a, a bit longer anyway yeah this is a comedy though it's just like a straight comedy or is it like a drama with comedic elements it it mostly seems to be pitching itself as a comedy but it's something i can see getting maybe a bit more serious later on i expect nice Mm. i want to put this on my watch list i uh this must pass me by it's cool it's just released i mean there's more episodes to come so like the the fourth part which i think covers episodes 15 to i don't know 23 or 24 or something that's out i think in september in in japan so it's not finished showing yet yeah, and it looks like it has multiple localizations, or maybe I'm just reading this wrong. Yeah, but, but it's, it's really weird because I, I started watching it dubbed, which is a bit unusual for me, but I had other things to do, so I didn't want to completely watch the screen. The first 10 minutes is still in Japanese with subtitles, and <clears> then, <throat> then they start speaking in English in terrible accents, and then it says, <laughs> and from now on, we're just going to translate this in English, and then it's like properly dubbed after that. I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? That's a weird choice. <laughs> It's okay. very weird. Um, I don't know how that's handled in the sub version. I thought maybe there just wasn't a, a, a dub, and I and I was watching the sub version by default, but that is not the case. Yeah, I'll let you know because I probably watched it subbed. Uh, it looks cool. I was looking mm-hmm. at the directors, but I didn't really recognize the names. Maybe it's just like a, a wit alumni. Mm. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm but wondering again, if. Go ahead. The, the ending song is um, by Freddie Mercury. <laughs> it's, it's oh, yeah, I was going to ask, did they use Freddie Mercury's version? They, they, guess, they do. Yeah. And they do, and it fits pretty well. Isn't it? <laughs> I've, been meaning, I've been thinking about watching that because the animation looked really good. Yeah, it's, it's quite unusual. It, um, I mean, the character designs do look like fairly typical anime, but the backgrounds are very odd, quite different, very stylized. Yeah, I think that goes with like the, the subject of the show. Where he's like a con artist, and you always get that. I don't know. Do people just like always kind of think of Miami when they think of that type of character? I don't know why. Well, this first arc's based in um, Hollywood. So. Or or Hollywood, yeah, that makes sense. Con artists in Hollywood, ridiculous. No way. Yeah. They were all in. What's up? Uh, no politics. Yeah. No politics. Strict band. But uh, editor bleep that. Uh, good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. Uh, well, you guys got a whole lot of stuff. Um, I'm gonna hold off a little bit on mine. Uh, well, I don't know. Tell me about Peter Grill. Is, <laughs> it, is it better? I heard it was like real bad at the beginning. Is it getting better? I mean, it's still bad. It's just really funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you have to like uh, edgy humor. If you if if you ever uh, laughed at a hentai, you'd like Peter Grill. That that's the best way I can say it. Well, I laugh with a lot, but that's just how I you know. Forget that. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> Editor bleep that. I am not. Yeah, we should bleep that as well. We got a lot of beeps on this episode. Too much information. <laughs> Cut that out. I was like, I'm going to try and make a subtle joke here. Nope. Nope. It's still away. It, yeah. Like, a Peter Grill is basically a comedy hentai where they cut out the sex scenes because they do set up okay. and then they do the 
the the punchline, but they cut out the part in the middle with the actual banging. But it it makes me laugh at least once an episode at one of its stupid ass scenarios. It's really I don't know. It's really funny if you like that kind of thing. Can you just give me like one scenario? Um, there's one where. Uh, the because the, the 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 setup is he's the strongest like fighter in the world. So there all these chicks from the other races keep showing up because they want his seed. Mm-hmm. And part of the, one of the funny things in the show is the various terms they have for his seed. But there's one where the elf shows up and you know he's got a, a fiance so he's trying to stay faithful to her. So he refuses to have sex with her. And she gets mad at him. So she puts a curse on his you know genitalia where he will. Uh, you know how when you take Viagra and it, it was hard for more than four hours, that's bad? We all know. Basically, basically he's uh, going to stay hard in, in it until he either has sex with her or it explodes. Jesus Not- Christ. <laughs> it's so dumb, but it made me laugh. Damn. Is it a short or is it a full length? No, it's, it's short. short. Like, well, he would be... say it's full length, but um, it's... Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh, it's, 12, it's 12 minutes an episode. So it's yeah. a short. I might have to check that out too. Damn. It wouldn't work as a full length show. Like the jokes would get too old, but it comes in, it does something stupid and it gets out. I like it. In and out jokes as well. Fantastic. Uh, there's so many double entendres in this pod. I, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Speaking of double entendres, uh, how is Day Day Live pizza? Oh, Day Day Live. I actually, I actually liked it a lot. <laughs> like, well, not a lot. I'd say it's a lot. It's a lot better than what I was expecting. Like, you know how you expect a lot of these light not like these light novel adaptations that are harm based to be kind of just like dog shit, uh, dog shit, just etchy light core etchy stuff. Is there an exception? Yeah, that it has some of that, but that's not the focus. A lot of the focus is like on the character develop the character developments and how they relate to the relate to the world and each other and the main character just kind of comes in and goes through the girl's problems somewhat solves them and then the girl basically joins his harem but i have to admit a lot of the situations are pulled off in very interesting ways and they don't always follow a same structure like some girls after the arc their arc starts sometimes it diverges into other issues because other shit is happening so the world feel the world and characters feel a lot more fleshed out than your typical white novel, and what a lot of the action scenes are actually pretty good, and all a lot of the scenarios are really funny as well. Uh, though there are a couple pitfalls, like some characters are just really bad, Origami Tobichi, mm-hmm. for one, and then just sometimes it can get bogged down in its own edgy bullshit, which have pretty much permeated throughout like one arc, but all the other arcs are just done really well because it doesn't really stick to a very, it doesn't stick to a formula. It has a lot more free flowing to it and it catches me off guard and does a lot of cool, interesting stuff. When did this thing come out? Um, Data Live, it came out, the first season came out like five or four years ago, and then it, the third season came out like last year. And I mostly just picked it up because I was bored and there was a gotcha game of it that came out and I watched some videos of that gotcha game. And I'm like, 
I think I could just get the same experience as watching the anime than playing the mobile game. So I just want to watch the anime instead. That's fair enough. But yeah, it was surprising, surprisingly good. There's some moments that dragged, but um, overall, I think it was a very good time because it had it did a lot of crazy stuff and it made me laugh at times. And it was also ex- pretty exciting and points as well. Mm-hmm. And okay. I don't really have t- anybody else to talk to about, it, about the series besides uh, uh, right Zeno. And he's not terribly <laughs> interested in talking about it recently so i'm kind of straight out of luck on that all right so there you go you made your piece but unfortunately none of us have seen it but if you uh are interested check it out uh wreck what are you watching what else we got a lot of stuff here but what about uh gbate is that how you pronounce it i think it's even it's weird i've watched the show for like eight episodes or something now and i still don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> they don't say it in the show now they never say that word in it. Like the the monsters are called the Gibia, but like I don't know how to say. I think it's Gibiate. Okay. It doesn't matter because the show sucks. <laughs> but you're gonna keep watching anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know me. I'm an animasochist, so I'll finish the show. But it's so fucking bad. Like the story, it doesn't make any actual sense. The characters are just ridiculous. Like ridiculous shit happens. Like one time. Like one of the monsters is trying to kill the the female lead, and like in the like the pur- purported like eight seconds it took for it to jump and get close to her, they had time for like three flashbacks and for every character to have a reaction. <laughs> Sounds like One and, Piece. And the anime is like the animation is like uh, puppets on on sticks. It actually is. Point. It's not uh, You're not an analogy. It actually is that. It might it might as well be like oh, okay. like little paper cutouts on popsicle sticks because that's how much animation they're getting. Fantastic. And on top of all that, it commits the absolute biggest sin any anime could ever commit in that it's boring. Mm. It is yeah, boring. Like if it, was, if it was shit. You could laugh at it, but it's just not anything. Yeah, I'm not even enjoying it. It's not even bad like Big Order, where you're like, this show is bad, but I am amused by it. It is bad in the oh my god, is this episode over yet? Kind of way. Okay, so you started watching it for a reason. Why was that? Well, the concept is mildly interesting. It's like a guy, a ninja, and a samurai from the feudal area era get transported to the future in a you know post-apocalypse Earth where everyone's running from these monsters that have transformed. And when they attack you, if they you know infect you by cutting you or biting you, and you turn into one. Mm-hmm. So it's like people from time travelers from the past in a post-apocalyptic future. Why not? It could be interesting. Right, it sounded like it worked. It was an original. I always like to try out original shows because uh. you get complete stories. Mm-hmm. But it sucks. Like it's a, and it's a Crunchyroll original too. You notice they don't hype this one up like they do. Got yeah. High School. Is that the only other one besides Got High School this season? Yeah. Okay. And it's like, well, oh God, take your name. I would if it was me, I take my name off it. This would this would be a, <laughs> like an anonymous show. I feel like we could have an entire topic about like streaming services making their own stuff. Because, like, we can just transition right over to God of High School. The animation is great, but to me, it really feels like it's done by an amateur studio. Because it's just like, well, you're pacing it so fast, I can't grow to love the characters. And a lot of the, like, the voice direction doesn't really seem like, I don't know. It's like they they watched a bunch of shonens and are like, we're going to do the tournament arc, but really fast. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels that way to me. It's a steaming pile of shit. Um, I, I, <laughs> I hate it. go that far. I Which hate one? It. Which it's one? Like- 
it's a total god of high school. Okay. Um, I have given up after episode six. It makes no sense. It's but making, they're going to the nationals. It's, it's making no effort to make any kind of sense. They're just throwing random new plot points without resolving any previous ones. They don't explain why anybody does anything. Mm-hmm. And, and the relationships are so poorly drawn. And the characters, I don't know anything about these characters. It's just garbage. And I, I mentioned that in my recent article, and somebody commented, yeah, I know it's garbage, but, you know, about 900 chapters into the webtoon, finally, <laughs> they're finally explaining why someone has got, uh, why their motivation is. And, like, well, that's that's too late. I, I yeah. don't care. I don't care. I've, I've It's one of the few shows I've just said, I, I just this is wasting my time, and I've given up watching it. Yeah, yeah I think some of these problems are directly from the source material. Apparently, because I've been yeah. told that this is how the webtoon starts. So there's a direct adaptation of it. And apparently the guy loves to tell stuff in flashbacks long after the characters were introduced, but it's like, you can't do that in an anime. People don't wait that long. Well, a lot of shonens do do that, but they like they get let you get to know the characters before you bring in the flashbacks. Whereas, like we're just doing flashbacks, even for like the random opponents, they just started the nationals, and the opponents just like we're gonna have a flashback for these characters for half the episode. That's half the episode, and the fight's done. Ah, it's just like the pacing's kind of shit. Now they lost, and they're not gonna be on the show anymore. So it's like, what was the point? I, I'm sure they'll show up again because they're fan favorites, and then we're supposed to be real happy when they show up again. I, I don't know. I'm gonna keep watching it though. I don't care. That's the thing is I'm gonna. It has huge flaws, like huge flaws, and I'm not. If you can't take the show anymore, I'm not gonna be mad at you because like it has giant flaws and it can be difficult to put up with like the complete lack of story cohesion and the pacing at like 150 miles an hour. But (laughs) it looks so good in the fights. That last episode where the two guys in suits who we don't really know anything about fought the other two guys we don't know anything about, but it looked so Mm -hmm. fucking good. It was such a good fight scene that I'm just sticking around to see cool action scenes and then let the story just kind of wash over me. I'll watch those scenes on YouTube later. (laughs) Just the fights. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you'll understand the show just as much as we do, so... Yeah, pretty much. You'll get exactly as much story. Yeah. I will admit I'm a little invested in this organization. I mean, you can already tell who the mole is. Like, they've kind of telegraphed it already but uh i kind of want to root for them already i was kind of surprised it's like oh wow i'm surprised i like these guys already but not necessarily in a way that i you know would love them in a shonen that actually spent a full season establishing the characters um but yeah it's my favorite thing so far is like hey remember this guy he was the announcer in the first part of the show oh look he's got powers and a wife oh he's dead yeah (laughs) i recognize his voice too i think it's the kamina from I'm almost. I could be wrong. I didn't look it up, but it's like, oh, this is a this is a major character. But nope. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Speaking of Kamina, isn't it the voice actor of Kamina uh, playing Kalu uh, in Decadence? I'm pretty sure he is. Maybe he does sound like it. Now you mentioned it. Uh, I should really yeah. stuff up. But yeah, it does sound like it. Yeah, I just remember going on Reddit and in the discussion threads on the recent episodes, one of one of the people mentioned that. Uh, Kabu, one of the protagonists, is voiced by the guy who voiced Kamina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go watch Decadence. <laughs> yep. Let's go back to talk about that. No, no, no. We got other things to talk about. Um, uh, Dr. Gab, you got a few more here. Uh, hmm. Did you want to talk about any of these in particular? Yeah, I mean, I'm watching Rent a Girlfriend, possibly against my better judgment. Yes, that's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I almost gave up this one, but actually, you know, it's it's pretty entertaining. It's ridiculous. 
Um, I'm getting real sort of domestic girlfriend vibes from it in that it's really sort of contrived, ridiculous romantic comedy with really silly characters. But it, it, it looks pretty. The girls are cute. Um, I hate the main character. He's just so awful. Oh, yeah. I was super turned off by the show after the first episode because of the main char- how bad the main character was. Yeah. I mean, he does get a little bit better. It, it, I think it's kind of making the point that he is... Um, he's at least got some redeeming features. He just doesn't ever show them. And like the no. main rental girlfriend, she wants to try and help him become a better person or some crap like that. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I'll probably stick with it to the end and then regret it. But... <laughs> it's okay. It's one of those shows yeah. that's probably like easy to digest, so you're kind of just like having it on where you can like you can think about the day and maybe talk to your wife and not pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it ends better than Domestic Girlfriend. Oh, that, that's the most traumatic manga ending i have ever read i can't believe i read through 280 chapters or something for that ending oh god (laughs) (laughs) you bastards i kind of want to know but i don't want to spoil it for anyone who cares so i won't ask yeah (laughs) please don't ask i don't want to talk about it (laughs) i don't want to talk about it uh how about a good show what are one of these good um and the other thing I watched from this year was a Toilet Bound Hanako Kun. I don't, I don't think yeah. any of us watched that. I, I, I remember, yeah, I remember the art style was fantastic, mm-hmm. but I just never got around to watching it. Um, it was good. It was better than I expected it to be. I mean, the animation is very limited, uh, yeah. but it, it makes up for it with some really interesting direction and really great style. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it ends quite inconclusively. I really hope they make a second series of it. But yeah. it, it's worthwhile going back to watch, definitely. Yeah, I think it's be, uh, because, like it got that ending because the manga is still ongoing. Yeah. But I also find it pretty interesting like how some shows are not super animated, but they have a very distinct style. Like If you go back to like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like everything done by David Production on that, like the new JoJo animes, mm. you kind of notice that a lot of... A lot of the scenes aren't like there isn't a ton of animation in it, but it, just the posing and all the art looks fantastic. And also, the voice voice cast and the sound direction is also really good. So mm. it just kind of makes me think like, how much animation does an anime actually need to have to be considered an anime? Mm-hmm. Is this a show about a guy with IBS? Um, no. It's a guy with- <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you've read the Harry Potter books or seen the films, but he's like the male version of Moaning Myrtle and that he's a ghost that haunts the girls' toilets. Uh, okay, okay. I've heard of the story. I played the Zelda game that has the side quest where the hand comes out of the toilet. That's my uh, frame of reference. Yeah. There's, it's not really creepy, despite the fact it's a supernatural show. It's not got much, like, etchy stuff or anything like that in it. No, I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <Shot>. That's it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm watching No Guns Life Season 2, and I'm going to steal this from Requiem because I don't really have anything written except IQ. But uh, I think No Guns Life is still good. Uh, I really like Juzo. Uh, like yeah. I said before, he really carries the show. And um, the last episode had a really weird camera angle showing, what is her name, Marie, just like yeah. close up of her foot right in the camera. I'm like, what the fuck? Deviant artist drew this storyboard. I don't understand. <laughs> But uh, are you sure I, this show wasn't made by Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> maybe. Well, there would be way more feet. God, not enough feet. 
Uh, and she gets shot in the foot. I'm starting to see a pattern here. But, um, Requiem, what do you think? That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, should probably write that uh, collab piece on it at some point. Yeah, yeah maybe. Hopefully it won't take multiple weeks to get done as well. Not like that other yeah. guy always takes forever, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, yeah, that fucking jackass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, it's just got that. I, what I, I, I mean, all the characters are great. Like, there's no bad characters in this. And mm-hmm. I, I, I like we're about to get crazy Scar Girl and and her juvenile gunhead partner back into the show. Mm-hmm. But like, it just it reminds me so much of like 80s and 90s like gritty sci-fi stuff, like Appleseed and and even uh, Cyber City Oeno 808, which nobody remembers, but me. Uh, like, I remember her of it. Midnight Goku Eye. I don't know if you ever saw that. Goku Midnight Eye. That's what it was Correct. called. We're going to have to talk later about uh, all the cyberpunk that I have not seen because that's what I want. And we never get cyberpunk anymore. And this is like a breath of fresh air, breath of old air, steamy, gross air that I just It's want. really a, 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 a resurrection of a genre that we don't get a lot of anymore. That is true. Yeah. Like the last gaps was kind of like, you know, Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star in the late 90s. And then once the Moe revolution happened, it pretty much died out. It basically mm. killed anime, don't at me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Moe killed anime, hashtag. Yeah, we all know Hottest it. Hottest take of this podcast. I think it's a cool take. But yeah, uh, I'm digging it. I hope we get more shows like it. Um, well, we don't really get a lot like this. And um, I like, well, I was going to spoil it, but yeah. If you like uh, Cyberpunk, then you know to just watch it. It's a dude that has a gun for a head. That's gun great. for a head. That's right. If you didn't work convinced in the first season, then it's the same, but better. Because for now, we're like learning about who the uh, the hands, quote unquote, the hands are. I'm like, oh man, I'm getting invested in this world. Oh, yeah, we're getting so much hands. More, we're getting so much more backstory. Actually, they do yeah. have guns for hands. We're getting so much more backstory <laughs> in in this season, and it's really interesting. But they'll still yeah. take time out for a guy who has X-ray eyes. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, so that's my beat. So you get this one of the show. Again, none of us are watching it, but we might be familiar with the studio. What's it called? Yeah, it's called Nagasaret Arianto, and it's basically about this dude who gets who basically gets uh, stranded on a island where all the inhabitants are basically women. Cool. And well, that's not true. There's also like other animals on there, but they can talk and they're kind of like cartoony and stuff. So are the animals women? No. Well, not all of them. Okay. Do they, like, eat them? No. Well, actually, they eat... Well, they eat, like, the eggs of, like, chickens and roosters and stuff, but the chickens and stuff can, like, talk and stuff, so it kind of gets very (laughs) fucked up if you think about it. Uh, (laughs) Uh, But that's not the main focus (laughs) of the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Essentially, the main show is kind of, like, the guy kind of running around learning about the village that's on the island and it's actually surprisingly it's not all about uh, the girls trying to get in the guy's pants there's also a lot of like character development and uh interesting like scenarios where they essentially get haunted by ghosts and there's a really funny joke in that like the main character can basically punch ghosts because he doesn't believe in them so yeah that's how it works yeah definitely you know, what? I yeah. think I have heard of this show. I think I remember hearing it, but they, this yeah, sounds very actually, familiar. Yeah, it's actually a really old series. It's based off a manga that came out back in 2020, uh, 20, uh, 2002. And I actually re- used to read that like back when I was in high school. And then 
I just remember seeing that it got some recent update, uh, chapter updates on uh, one of the manga sites I visit. And like the art style has not improved or changed at all since I last read it. And it just kind of baffled me about that. But I think this series is still fun. Like it has decent writing and it's very, the artist is, I can tell the artist is very into the etchy parts of it, but enough about the manga. The anime is actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Like it takes out kind of the crummier parts of the manga and just improves upon like the characters and the voice acting and all that stuff. But I don't know if I could really recommend it because I don't know. It just kind of feels the show kind of feels very slice of lifey and it doesn't really develop its characters a lot. And in, after a while, after a while, you kind of just get a sense of like where the sh- what the show is going to do. So it can get a little stale pretty quickly, but I wasn't really paying a ton of attention to the anime when I was watching it. I was mostly just had it on in the background while I did something else. But the main thing that really interests me about the anime is that it's actually it was made by Studio Feel, which made a season made made a season of uh, Snafu. I'm not too sure which season though. I thought Feel was on the whole series. Uh, I think a different studio did the first season, and then it's made it might have switched to Feel for the second yeah. and third. Yeah, because I know in the credits of the current season they list a bunch of different. Uh studios so yeah uh-huh. well technically a bunch of different studios work on anime it's just um some of them do different parts of the anime like backgrounds and that kind of stuff i'm pretty sure Ganix just... worked on every anime in the 90s like just every single one <laughs> that would not surprise me <laughs> in any case all right well we're not going to say the name again because it's not good enough to watch it so figure it out yourself no it's yeah. called Nag- nagasarete arianto that's more Spanish, uh, I think, actually. But um, I'll just not. put that. Don't worry about the spelling of it. I will copy and paste the name of the show into the uh, time codes. Desert Island, where you eat children's babies, right? That's how we were going with? Sure. Yeah. Slice of life, child-eating anime. I think that's where we're going. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a show that I kind of dropped and everyone likes for some reason. Tell me about ReZero Season 2, Rick. ReZero Season 2 is really fucking good. Oh, I must be watching a different show then. I bet. Nah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hot take. Uh, Alright, I'll give you your hot take. You know how whenever you have a show where it's just like, oh, we're going to do a flashback and we're going to show how much this character cares about their family? Those usually are the, sh- the moments that really get me. And, spoiler alert, that he kind of goes back to his present day world and he sees his parents. And I'm like, man, I should really be feeling something right now. And I still don't like this character. And I just, I don't know, at that moment, I'm just like, if this doesn't get me, I don't think anything will. I might go back and finish it. Like, I watched the first season, but I just don't really care about the second season so far. Oh, really? On that, I found that particular episode very affecting. Exactly. Like, uh, if you don't find that affecting, I think that is where it's just like, okay, this is the one that should really get you. I mean, not, not, not only did you, like, see, you know, how far he had fallen in his previous life and how many regrets he has about it, but it finally reckoned with the fact that he probably can't go home. Yeah. Like, I felt like I felt something for him. It was a good moment. I actually thought it was a good episode, but I'm like, it's not hitting me as hard as it should. I think it might be like a me thing, and I just can't get over my dislike of this character. But just like, (laughs) I think the way it's like written and directed is just like really predictable and not interesting. So, like, I thought the episode was decent, but in comparison to the rest of the show, which is not great. 
like predictable. I, I would never call ReZero predictable. I'm often mm. surprised by the directions it goes. Okay. I don't know. I, I thought this season was a lot better with Subaru particularly. He's like, he at his po- this point in the show, he's a lot more tolerable to me. I think he he's gotten he better. Yeah, I just it's weird. I don't know. Again, I think it's a me thing. I'm not trying to like shit on the show, but you wanted a hot take, so I'm just like, uh, I just can't really follow it in a way that I uh, can enjoy it. It's weird. My favorite parts of the show are when he dies. And it's like, well, that's got to be a reason for that. Um, but I think it might I be guess. a supporting cast that I'm just like, I don't really like any of these other characters. I like Rem and Ram. They're cool, but it was to say you don't like Ram. Ram's hilarious. I said I said I like Ram and Ram and. That's like um, it, I think. Um, I like that girl, that night girl, but I think she lost her memories. So I don't. Bruce, you didn't like you. Like, what about Otto? Otto is great. Which one's Otto? Otto is the the poor bastard who stuck um, like chauffeuring him around. The guy who runs the cart. Oh, I mean, he's just like a bit joke character. He's fine, I guess. But he's great. He's great. Comic relief. You need comic relief in a show where people get disemboweled every three. Well, like comic relief is when you joke, you laugh. That hasn't happened yet. Oh, hot take. I should really stop. I don't know. I'm going to piss some people off. I just can't get into the show. I'll probably finish it at some point, but just like right now, I'm not really, not really. I'm going to send the Ram waifu warriors after you. I said I like (laughs) Ram. Ram's all right. Ram's better. It's fine. Please, please talk about the show and make people happy. (laughs) It's a good show. (laughs) There's a reason it's so popular. It's because it, it does everything pretty well. Like, it I know that people, people well. hate it, it does its tropes and it handles them. Uh, tropes don't aren't a bad thing if you execute on them. I agree. <sighs> I'm sorry. Like, you could like tropes are tropes for a reason. It's because that kind of storytelling works. I think tropes are good because they, you know, you can get into a show and you can understand a character quickly. I'm not saying tropes are necessarily like really bad, but I think that's what but, it does well. I always say this, a following a recipe isn't a problem if you get a good cake at the end. That is a very good recipe. I mean, that's mm. a very good analogy for recipe. It's also a tumble in tundra. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm very proud of it. Did you make it up? Yes. What do you waste your time <laughs> here for? <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys don't pay me enough for this. How much we pay this guy? I don't think we paid anybody. Go be nope. a con artist in Hollywood. <laughs> ah, no, there's an anime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, watch ReZero, which I think most people probably are. I think they are. Yep. You know, just get ready for that four-year gap before season three. And why would it be, be worse? And wasn't the gap between uh, the second and third season of like Attack on Titan longer? There's four years between series one and series two for Attack on Titan. So I think the longest gap I can remember was between season one and two of Blue Exorcist. Like, when yeah. Blue Exorcist came back, I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, how long was the la- Yeah, how long was the gap for, like, um, what's what's it called? Um, rail, uh, rail Gun? Oh, damn. Uh, in uh, in Index 3. Yeah. Uh, maybe five years. I mean, we're going to get into this later, but uh, Full Metal Panic was, like, 14 years. Jesus. So. I don't know if there's anything longer than that. It's possible, though. And then it was so disappointing. Uh, it was okay. And we're gonna do it later. That's spoilers. Okay. Uh, yep. So, do you have anything else you want to say about ReZero? No, it's great, and you're dumb. No, I went to college <laughs> for art. Well, yeah, that's yeah. So you didn't <laughs> really go to college. I should have gone to college for math. It's a waste <laughs> of life. Um, I'm gonna talk about Haiku. 
because Whoa. I was like, everybody's telling me to watch the show. Well, nobody was actually telling me to watch it. I just keep seeing it popping up. I don't know, maybe because I'm like searching for references on Google and this kid with the orange hair keeps popping up. And I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going to watch this. And then I realized, oh, this is what Production IG has been doing all these years. I'm like, where do they go? Why did everybody leave to form WIT? Oh, it's because they've been working on sports this whole time. But turns out they're really good at it. Um, I've been really liking it. I'm only on season one so far, but I'm definitely going to keep watching it. Um, it reminded me, I uh, I played a few sports when I was in school, but I never played volleyball. Whenever I was at like a family a gathering or some kind of thing where there was a net, I always liked it. And it's just reminding me uh, when I was a kid how much I liked hitting that stupid ball. And uh, it's cool. I like the characters a lot. A lot of boys, but not in like the boys love way. Just boy friendship way. Um, but that's not to say that boys love is bad. I'm just saying. Uh, is it like the Nakama way? Like the One Piece way? Kind of. It's like a Shonen. I think it's Shonen Jump, right? IQ? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Shonen Jump. Yeah, I think... Oh, you know what? I played this really shitty PS3 game that had uh, the Haikyuu boy in it. I think that's actually what reminded me. I think it was a uh, Jump Victory Versus or something, and he was like a support character. Are you I'm sure like, it wasn't Jump Force? I know it wasn't, because I know what the, that game looks like. This game was <laughs> running in like 10p. It was like really low resolution, and it was old. But anyways, oh. uh, IQ the anime, though, was very good. Have you, any of you guys watched it? No. You need a no. Dill for this one. Yeah, yeah, I know Dill wanted to. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to make sure Dill's not on this one. So, uh, the last, uh, last, sports, the last, anime, um, last sports anime that I watched was Stars Align, which was last year, which I really liked, but that ended like sort of with half of its story unfinished because it was meant to yeah. be 24 episodes long when they only did 12. So that's putting yeah. me off watching sports anime now. Which sport is that? That tennis. Was, um, soft, soft tennis. Oh, okay. Not like Prince and, of Tennis. And it was a fantastic show. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can always go back and watch other tennis shows like Baby, Set, Baby, Baby Steps. I heard good things about that. Yeah, but I won't know if the main character from Stars Align has murdered his father or not. Oh. oh shit. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's a whole different show. Yeah. <laughs> that sports anime I watched was Battery, which is probably not a good one to go out on. And what sports that? That was baseball, and it was terrible. Yeah. That was during the anime Amazon Strike era. Uh, I think the last sports anime I watched was KJO. <laughs> oh, God. Edgy sports. Not even count. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was structured like a sports anime. Did they yeah. have a tournament arc? Yes. They did. Oh, yeah. Fact. Well, it's a sports anime, then. I, just, I, I don't have oh, wait, wait, wait. patience last... for sports anime. I just never have. Actually, the last um, sports anime I actually did watch was Hanebato, actually. Though I didn't finish it. Oh, I'm yeah. Lazy. The, um, Badminton. Badminton. Yeah, yes. I watched that one. It was pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I should go back and finish that. <laughs> I don't remember how it ends. Uh, I don't remember if they leave it at a cliffhanger. I don't think it has like a serious ending, though. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I just remember that the opening was ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. Also, the main character was pretty interesting. Same with the Duder protagonist as well. Okay. The Duder protagonist. All right. Yeah. The we all Duder. love Duders here. <sighs> I don't know what that means. Um, uh, we got two more left. Requiem, what are you rewatching? Or what did you rewatch? I rewatched uh, Strike the Blood. Why? <laughs> uh, well, one, because I like it, pizza. Okay. Fair and enough. And two,. Because, like I, like I said in the previous podcast, I watched the OVAs, and I was like, who the fuck are all these characters? So I decided to just go back and watch the whole thing so I would remember who the characters were. 
And you know what? I still like, yeah, I still like that show. It's still fun. Mm. It's so horny. It's the horniest show. It's so horny. But that guy was, that that poor bastard must have the bluest vampire balls on earth. Huh? Because he's just surrounded by these chicks and edgy stuff happens all the time, but no sex ever happens. So he must just be the most frustrated person on earth. That's probably what powers Uh, his familiars. I wouldn't say that. I'd say he gets to suck their blood. That's true. He probably gets some kind of enjoyment out of that. Yeah, probably. One of the best jokes in the OVA is uh, another character asks him, how many women have you sunk your fangs into? And like a half the female cast grabs their neck. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. So it's a weird show. It's good at like the visual gags, like the director's doing a good job with that. Oh yeah, it's, it's a pretty, it's a very well directed show. It's a, it's a good mix, mm-hmm. c- comedy, edgy hijinks, harem nonsense, and you get good action scenes in there. The world mm-hmm. that they inhabit is fascinating. Like they never like explicitly sit down and explain the the, the, the like glo- geopolitical situation, but it's very weird. And yeah. like weird shit, they'll just drop weird shit. Like oh, by the way, the Confederate States of America still exist in this world. <laughs> what? Yeah, they, they so they're you know. Parts of the world are run by vampires. <laughs> hey, like the like he's the fourth progenitor, and there's three other progenitors. They never appear on the show, not once. Huh. Weird. They're talked about constantly, should... but they never appear on the show. Maybe you should go buy the light novels then. I, I what I really want is a sequel. I want to see more of it because they right at the end of the show, of the show proper. I don't know if the other OVA. I've only seen one of the OVAs. I made three or four more. But I want to see more of the future because they give you a little glimpse of him in the future where like he is, you know, he's running a whole like empire now and he has daughters with some of the female characters. And I'm just fascinated to see more of that because they only give you like a little like a little taste of it right at the end. Does he have any sons, though, in the future? He probably does. They didn't they didn't didn't specify anything. All you know for sure is he has a daughter with the two main females, which is that has to be a fun situation. I want to see the story behind that one. How he pulled that off without dying. Will the show still be funny when he doesn't have blue balls anymore? (laughs) I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you can't show that part. I mean, you can't, you know, it's, you can't live without the, oh, I walked in on you changing by accident. Now you've hit me, you know, Kyrie Kimer, because God knows that hasn't been done to death yet. Honestly, Rackin, the description you gave for Strike the Blood just kind of makes me think about Data Live, except... From what oh, I it's remember, a very, it's a very similar, similar show, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just going to say that I think you probably would enjoy Day of Live as much, or if not more, than Strike the Blood. You know, I think I probably would like Day of Live. I'm not sure why I've never watched it. And just the, it's just one of those things that mm-hmm. you didn't, I never watched. Like, I didn't choose not to watch it. I just never got mm-hmm. around to watching it. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand. But since this season of anime is kind of sparse, you might as well, if you have the time. Hint yeah, but, you know. When we get to that little space between seasons where the shows end and there's no new shows yet, hmm. maybe I'll pull that off the backlog. Yeah. I, on the other hand, will probably pull off in- Inuyasha to get ready for um, for the spinoff, Yashahime. You got you don't have months. It takes months to get through Inuyasha. I looked on Crunchyroll, and there's only like 30, 30 or 50 episodes. That won't take me that oh, no, no, like no, a month. No. There's way more episodes of Inuyasha than that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure all the Inuyasha episodes are on Crunchyroll. <laughs> I feel like we're we're teasing the hell out of our topic. We'll get back to that later. Okay. Uh, yeah, one more show, Dr. Kev. What are you watching with the wife? 
Yeah, so one of my favourite anime of all time is Steins Gate. Um, I love the visual novels and I love the anime adaptation. And I finally managed to convince my wife to watch it with me. Um, she doesn't like it. <laughs> well, How far did you get? Well, we're only about 10 episodes in, and she said, I don't think I like this program. Can we stop? I said, you have to get two more episodes. Two more episodes. And she's like, why? I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> like, to say, that's when it really brought me in, was basically the halfway point. So yeah, you can get yeah. her in. Please do. Yeah, so it, it kind of shifts from stupid, goofy, idiotic comedy show to really intense thriller where everything goes horribly, horribly wrong. And you kind of need that slower first half to inform you about who the characters are so that mm-hmm. when it tears them all apart, it makes you cry. Um, yeah. It's, it's yep. such a fantastic show. So I'm hoping that she sticks with it for a bit longer because then we have like the film and Steinsgate Zero to watch as well, <laughs> which I haven't told her exists yet because at the moment I think she might cry if I tell her there's an entire new series as well. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I really oh, like Steinsgate. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, never mind. Go keep going. I was just going to say that I really like it, and I think the second season has the same issue where, like, it's good, but then you get to the halfway point, and it gets really good, so you kind of have to give it time. And I forget if the movies are essential or if they're just kind of, like, side stories. The movie's just a side story. It's not really essential. I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm going to bother watching it, whether or not. I mean, it's not even available in the UK on disc or to stream anywhere. I had to buy an Australian Blu-ray in order to get a copy. (laughs) Damn. But the uh, this, the Steins Gate series streams on Netflix, so we're watching that just now. And Steins Gate Zero came out on Blu-ray, so I have that. And episode eight of Zero made me cry like a baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is so heartbreakingly sad. Yeah, it's weird because, like um, like I said, tropes aren't necessarily bad. And it's a kind of a tropey show, but then the characters, like, you still kind of feel and you resonate with them. So you will cry when something bad happens or something good happens. Um, and that's probably like its real strength is just like the, the characters come across as like goofy and they just take that 180 and they pull it off somehow. Great. Yeah. And uh, I've never actually watched Steins Gate, but I have actually watched a little bit of, you know, which is actually fairly has some similar elements to uh, Steins Gate. You know, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a million times better than, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. But I was mostly going to mention how, I wonder, <clears throat> it just kind of, I was just thinking about how some shows, uh, sh- how some of these shows based off of visual novels adapt its material, like mm. what, how some studios need, what steps studios need to actually take to actually make these multiple, these stories with multiple different routes into interesting and thir- interesting stories and, well, interesting animes to watch. and. Uh, yeah, the I'm thing with Steinsgate is Steinsgate, although it's based on the visual novel, it has a very strong central story. And mm-hmm. although it has a few additional routes, they are they're really just little endings which are stuck on the on the side, really. So the, mm-hmm. the anime adapts little bits from them, but it, it keeps the story very linear and really quite focused, and, and it does it very well. It's probably the best visual novel adaptation that I've seen. And that mm-hmm. includes like the fate adaptations. Um, it's, it's definitely worth watching. It's just it, it's so slow to start. I mean, it's a twenty-four episode series, and it takes till episode twelve for the plot to really start. Yeah, so, and I just remember back in the day when I tried watching Steins Gate, I pretty much bounced off it like at episode four or something like that. It's really it's very rewarding. So mm-hmm. although it might feel like it's wasting your time, um, it's not. 
Yeah, I was going to say something else about ReZero, but I'm not going to because I don't piss people off. <laughs> Just I will say, I was going to say, it's Times Gate is like a good comparison of like, okay, here's the thing that happened. Oh, we're just going to totally get rid of it. We're going to revert it because we're changing the past or whatever. And then we're going to go back and redo it a little differently. And I think that works super well in Science Gate. And I like, I believe it and I care about the character. Whereas in ReZero, when he does that, like Subaru will have this like whole big arc. And I'm just like, well, I know he's going to die and this is just going to get erased anyways. So like he has those memories. He has those experiences with those characters. And then those characters do not. So like in the very beginning, in the first season, where he's just like had this whole thing with Amelia and they go on this this, this whole... I don't even remember, but something happens and they become closer friends and then he dies and then it gets reverted, but he still feels closer to her and she also feels close to him. I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. You've known this guy for like a day. Why are you letting him put his head on your lap? That's weird. Uh, but uh, if they actually had those experiences, it would be fine. I think that is what always uh, kills that show for me. Again, it's a fine show. It's a very good show. It's just me. Please don't uh, dox me. Thank you. Well, saying that, in season two of ReZero, there's, I can't remember which character it was, one of the most recent episodes did allude to a sense of deja vu about something being may have happened before, even though they couldn't possibly remember anything about it. So I don't know if that's going to become a plot point later on. I've always wondered, I always felt like the other characters, even though they obviously can't remember the previous events, they can still feel them to some degree. Yeah, that's uh, like they feel closer to Subaru than they should because some part of them holds on to at least the emotions of the last loops. Yeah, and when they do that in Steins Gate, I'm like, oh, that's nice, but we'll see. I don't know, maybe they'll handle it well. We'll see. It's a great show, I actually really love it. Um, ReZero, by the way, by the way, pizza, pizza in Yuyasha, 167 episodes. Oh, god. Oh, 167 episodes plus 26 episodes for the Inuyasha, the final act, which actually ended the show. Okay. So, yeah, good luck getting that done. Yeah, I'll need it. <laughs> I'm sure well, I, I was able to get anyways. Well, I was able to get through um, all of da- all three seasons of Data Live in, less, in about a week, so I can manage, I guess. You got it. All right, well, that's everything we're watching, or everything worth talking about. Uh, let's get on to the news. We can do this relatively quickly. Well, Dr. Kev, um, what you got? What's this uh, streaming site that a bunch of filthy, filthy bastards have been using to watch anime? Yep. Uh, thanks. We're back from our short break. Uh, I hope you enjoyed all of the ads. We were just talking about how awesome Lost is. Everybody, when I say your name, say your favorite Lost character. I'll go first. John Locke. Uh, Requiem? I hate Lost. Uh, that's my pizza. Mario. Dr. I Kev, never watched Lost. I don't know. A, do you have a real answer, Dr. Kev? Was there a pretty lady? I don't uh, know. She was all right. Angelina Lily was okay, yeah. She's she fine. Was okay. Yeah, that'll do. She was an uh, ant woman. Or, um, the oh, yeah. wasp. wasp. She was, she was wasp. a wasp. Sir. Yeah. This is good content, guys. Acceptable. <laughs> Lost, just accept that Lost was terrible. Uh, the first two seasons were amazing. What are you talking about? We were talking about how Attack on Titan is the lost of anime. If you oh don't God. agree, comment in the comment section to get us on the roundup on a site that shouldn't even be... Never mind, we're not going to talk about... All right. Oh my God, that's going to be the title of this podcast. I don't even know I what know the title is. There's too many good ones. Um, <laughs> news! Um, well, we had a quick break. We were talking about how uh, amazing uh, Kiss Anime people are. Um, but it's gone now. Uh, Dr. Kev, what can you tell us about Kiss Anime? 
Yeah, Kasanami, everybody's favourite illegal um, fan sub site uh, shut down on the fifteenth uh, of August, so just over a week after recording, uh, before sorry, recording this, um, which has been really, really unpopular. So it was, it was a very um, heavily used site in the US, but also all over the world. So um, people have got no option now but either to find other dodgy sites to fill their computers full of viruses or to perhaps go legitimately and actually contribute to the anime industry. Well, um, wow, that's like crazy. <laughs> Damn. Imagine that. Imagine actually paying for the stuff that other people work to make you. Holy shit, know. dude. Uh, so very, you get a Crunchyroll account, that means all that money's going to the anime studios that put their stuff on there? Well, somebody else has got to make more God of High School and Gibiati or whatever. So. Okay, yeah, and all right, so we have two Power shows. That's not true. Yep. Yeah, but I bet the very best part of this whole thing is watching people on Twitter who are mad that Kiss Anime shut down justify why it's okay to pirate anime. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible site anyway. I mean, a few years ago I did try using it, but there were so many pop-ups, so many just horrible, obscene things on my on my screen that you know I wasn't intending to watch. That I, I just I stopped using it altogether. Um, I mean, if if you live in a Western country, if you live in the UK or, or the US, the anime is so easily available. It's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's almost no excuse to pirate most of it. I, I'm, I'm aware that there are, are some things that are on these sites that you can't legally get anywhere, and that's that's a bit more grey. Um, but I mean, for people who live in other Asian countries or Africa or Eastern Europe, I guess m- maybe they can't get things legally and sites like this maybe do play a role. But the fact that Kiss Anime made so much money out of adver- you know, advertising uh, for or, or, on, on things that they did not make, I mean, they were criminals. So I do not mourn their passing at all. Yeah. And I'm sure if you everyone use that was... anime, you are a thief, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Holy yeah, shit! Basically, this is the hottest episode we've done in a while. Nah. <laughs> um, and they've all found different websites or torrents by now, anyways. So kudos to them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's not like pirating has now died because yeah, anime it's died. over. I uh, Pirate Bay was back up like a day after it got taken down. I think it's yeah. still up now. So yeah, learn to uh, torrent, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> then, if we learn nothing else from Kiss Anime, learn to torrent. Yeah, if you're gonna pirate, pirate effectively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Requiem, what's this about Japan Sinks? Well, uh, the uh, Yuasa masterpiece, Japan Sinks, also known in some circles as Japan Stinks, um, <laughs> Whoa! Despite, despite being terrible, right. from what I've heard, is getting a compilation film, which will take all the ridiculous uh, Final Destination-style deaths and put them all in one movie for you. Nah. It's going to drop uh, in Japanese theaters on November 13th because in countries that took COVID <clears throat> seriously, they have theaters open. Mm. Kinksy is going to be so pleased. Uh, I'm sure he'll watch it. He's going to love this. Again. He's going to rewatch it for sure. Absolutely. I can't we'll wait till Gugsy gets to watch the compilation film. <laughs> is it really like they get rid of any kind of character development or like small, short moments and it's just like, hey, here's all the awful shit? That would be the only way to do the, the story. In, in, in like an hour and a half, you'd have yeah. to cut out everything else and just get to the people dying. It'll just be wall to wall character death. It'll be, it'll be like a, a comedy movie. I mean, it's it pretty funny to begin with already. Yeah, me? and instead of slapstick, it'll be all all death, death all the time. Hmm. Anime compilation movies are pretty much always universally worse than just watching the series. But I guess if yeah. you just want almost that almost always yes. Yeah. Well, unless you decide to play the mobile game with that. Adaptation of a, a, an anime series. 
I could, yeah. Yeah, that would be worse. That's yeah, that'd be significantly yeah. worse. No one here does that. Nope. Definitely not. Nope. All right, well, that's enough of that. Uh, what we got next? Uh, that's my pizza. What you got? Okay, so uh, recently, Compile Heart had an announcement for the Hyperdimension Neptunia series, and one of those announcements was um, basically the Hyperdimension Neptunia anime is actually going to be put on Steam, and same with the OVAs for that series. And I'm just like, that really reminds me of the time when they started putting like ep- episodes of Sonic X on like the Game Boy Advance for some reason. I did that with like SpongeBob and a bunch of other things. Yeah, but still, why would you? I don't. Does Steam like hold on to episodes of anime on on the site regularly? Because I've never heard of. Well, that they have before. video content, and for the game like Neptunia, it kind of makes sense since it's so intrinsically tied to video games. Yeah, but, uh, mm-hmm. I will say, having worked at GameStop, like worked there for like seven years, a lot of people bought those Game Boy Advance cartridges, and we got them in trade all the time. Like, to just give kids another way to experience something. Yeah. But still, why would you, why would you want to watch an episode of like Sonic X on your freaking Game Boy? That would probably be like an. If you're like uh, eight years old, you don't know. People don't know about these things. But still, it'd be like in 32p. Like that's terrible. All right. Well, what about the Neptunia thing? What's that supposed to be about? Yeah. So essentially, uh, the the anime episodes. You can get probably get the anime episodes of the series on steam relatively soon and then um they also announced that a new neptunia game was in mainline neptunia game was in development so if you're a fan of the series congrats you got more stuff hooray i always thought that the jokes were uh like if you're into video games it's like they do a good job making references to stuff but i just thought the game was kind of weak i don't really like compile heart personally but mm-hmm. i know they got fans so yeah well uh, i feel like compile Ho- compile heart actually can do a lot of interesting stuff it's just that they're most well known for hyperdimension neptunia and all the other fan servicey games like i recently got uh, uh a diff- uh one of their games called mary skelter 2 and it's actually really good like the characters are really interesting really interesting it has really good music it's just the gameplay is very niche. It's like kind of a dungeon dungeon crawly e style game. Like, do you know what Shimigami Tensei uh, Strange Journey is? It's basically yeah. your job. Yeah, it's basically the same gameplay as that. Yeah, I've never been super into those types of dungeon ones like Atrian Odyssey, but um, yeah, good that they're branching out. I thought you were going to say it was just like Neptunia. So, uh, no, yeah, they have a couple other different games that I'm actually kind of interested in, like. I heard pretty good things about Death End Request's writing. The gameplay looks pretty interesting as well, but I'll probably end up just getting them on sale or something like a couple of years from now because I have a humongous backlog already. Might as well add to it. Looking at that huge list, way more fun than playing games, if you ask me. Tell me about it. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to anime again. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm a big fan of Gintama. I think I bring in Gintama at least once per episode that I host, and I'm making sure this time there's actually a good reason. Because if you watch the latest episode, they kind of didn't end it. They teased the ending, and then they're like, nope, we're not ending it here. And I was just <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? But um, apparently there's going to be a, a final film. It's not going to be a series. It's just going to have a film. And I okay. will also mention that the Gintama movies are pretty fantastic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's all... Is it Sun? No, I don't think it's Sunrise anymore. They stopped with Sunrise. But uh, 
the official website for the final film of Hideaki Surya, uh, Sorachi's Gintama Maga revealed a new visual for the film on Thursday. Uh, drew the visual for the film with 34 characters and a tagline reads, Bye bye, Ginsan. The site also confirmed that the film would be based on the finale of the original manga combined with new story elements. And of course, that's one of the things that's great about the Gintama anime is that they actually throw in a lot of filler and it's like, the highlight of the show a lot of the times like really mm-hmm. stupid humor that ties into the main story um yeah i'm really excited i have to find somebody that's caught up because i don't think anybody's gonna go see this with me if uh, movie theaters are open in america uh, there's been no that's western cool. there's been no western announcement but it's coming out in japan january 8th to 2021 so if you want to take a trip and watch a movie I'm, I'm, maybe i'll do it honestly i'm tempted <laughs> Yeah, you'll go all the way to Japan to see it in theaters. Okay, I could do other stuff there too, but that's the main reason. <laughs> um, I take it that you guys will watch it, but uh, yeah, if your fans look forward to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just move on to our question of the episode. We already kind of hinted at it. Uh, we were talking about how Inuyasha is coming back next week, but also Bleach is coming back next next week, next year. Yeah, yeah. Bleach, please <laughs> come back. We're all very excited. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because there's an arc that needs to be animated. Oh, it, it doesn't need to be a real ending. We need to see Ichigo with beep sword. You saw the real ending when he beat Aizen. That's the end. Yeah. That's where it yeah. should have been. never happened. Just like with Lost, where Jalok found the entrance to the dome, and uh, that's where it should have ended. <laughs> but the real topic at hand is uh, how do we handle returning shows? Uh, how do we How do we think shows should handle themselves, and how do we handle them? So, like, do we want flashbacks? Do we want to go back and rewatch them? Uh, I know Requiem just talked about Strike the Blood and how he just went back. He wanted to rewatch it. But um, what about shows that are coming back? Any of you guys have anything? Uh, Dr. Kev, let's start with you. Um, so the two main shows that spring to mind, but we've mentioned them both earlier, was Attack on Titan and ReZero. And there was, both of them had four-year gaps between season one and two. And in both instances, because I enjoyed both of them so much, I just went back and rewatched the series before the new episode started, so that it was fresh in my mind. Uh, ReZero had the director's cut that was released anyway, so that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Yeah, I mean, I think especially with Attack on Titan, it was such a big show, and then there was just this huge long gap, and I think it, it really dented its popularity because of that. I mean, yeah. hardly anybody really talks about Attack on Titan so much anymore, despite the fact that there's been consistently a new season of it, you know, every year the last, like, three years. Yeah, but I do think that if you go on, like, popular anime, I think it's still in, like, the top ten every now and then. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the anime fandom that's kind of moved on, I guess. We moved into the Moy generation. Yay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. No we, I... were... no, we moved into the Sword Art Online generation. It's horrible here. <laughs> Just anyway, Juzo, please take me back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's like some recap movies. I think we were talking about earlier where I said the mm. recap movies aren't as good as the series. I think these are good reasons to have them. We can go back if you have a, a new season coming out. Um, but I forget if they did, though. I'm pretty sure they did them for Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, they certainly did, yeah. I've yeah. not seen them. Um, in fact, they're making a new one. So before oh the final season comes out, there's one that's covering the entirety of seasons one to three. So that's something like, I don't know, 60-something episodes squished into an hour. That's so, uh, going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, like, like one minute per episode. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I'm not convinced that will be a good entertainment product at all. No, but again, a good recap if you remember what actually happened. Not great if you have never seen any Attack on Titan. 
Yeah. Um, I can't think of any compilation anime movies that have been particularly great. There was maybe the Gurren Lagan ones. Maybe the second one was quite good. But um, The second one added a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. The first one was mostly recap, though. But apart from that, I, I can't think of anything. I, I mostly just don't bother with them. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, I, I don't know if this counts, but uh, Evangelion Rebuild, kind of just like, oh, first one's recap. Second one, they add some new stuff. Third one is a totally new story. And the fourth one basically killed Ganix forever. So. Yeah. Uh, but that was meant to be out by now. Um, it was supposed to be this year at some point. I yeah, saw the trailer. Look cool. There's, there's some some kind of little cold virus for some reason stopped that from happening. I, I don't know what what it's about. But I, I think I'm not happened. familiar with uh, what I, you're talking about. No. Yeah, I think they just didn't actually make it. They just lied. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I saw that clip of the girl like doing the thing where she was like in a semi truck. She had like a digital wheel. It was awesome. She's like backing up in it. Oh man. I don't know. It would be cool, but I, we don't know when it's coming. Um, I don't know, guys. What do you think? Should the when a show comes back for after like a few years, should they have a, a recap episode, or should just jump right in and expect you to do all? The I work? think I think there's a big I, difference in <clears throat> if a show is coming back after a very very long absence. <clears throat> is it because we say Inuyasha is coming back, right? But yeah. is the show coming back and picking up the same narrative? Like, did it stop at a point in the manga, and now five, six, seven years later, you're picking up at another point in the manga, and you need to refresh yourself? Or is it like this Inuyasha, which is a continuation of a story that was already completed? So you don't necessarily need to go back and catch up on Inuyasha, because these are new characters, and this is a new story that's in the same world, versus like when Blue Exorcist came back for the Kyoto arc, like seven years after the first episode... Like it actually, not only did it pick up the same story, it re- retconned four episodes from the end of the previous yep. season, and you go on like that one. You needed to go back and watch up to that point to remember all that was going on. But yeah. with Inuyasha, I don't think you need to go back because it's not the same story. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And just to jump off of uh, what Rec was arguing about, I think stories that are basically picking up back again really do need a recap because in America, um, it's not necessarily guaranteed that you'll be able to legally find the previous seasons uh, from um, when a series is coming back. So if they want to be like absolutely sure that everybody has the right information to understand what, what their narrative is, then they need to do like some form of recap in the first episode. So everybody's on the same page. But if it's like for a spinoff or a sequel series, I think they can get away with not doing a recap for the series because it like rex said it is a completely new cast of character well not completely new but the main characters are different the setting may be similar but there could be different changes to it because it could be like in a different universe or further in the future and things could change so essentially you kind of have a completely new a completely new story yeah if it's a new story then you don't really need to get back in but i still think just like having an episode I guess a good example would be uh, Fire Force Season 2. It wasn't a really big gap, but the first episode, it was just like, they did a really good job showing, like, okay, this is what each character's personality and powers are like. And it was just... Oh, yeah, yeah, a reestablishing episode. Just something like, like that, that at the very beginning. Yeah, just start off with that. Yeah, um, an episode that reestablishes character like traits and uh, the overall like setting and, and motivations. A show like An episode like that, which kind of resets, that's probably better than just a flat recap or a clip show. And the problem is a lot of shows don't do that. Um, some shows like uh, Full Metal or Hunter Hunter will come back and be like, you know, we're just going to reboot the whole thing. 
But the mm-hmm. Full Metal Panic came back after like 14 years. And I remember I second Full Metal Panic Second Raid is one of my all-time like top, I don't know, 20 or something animes. And then they came back and I'm like, well, I don't really remember what happened. And this series is too long. I'm not going to rewatch it. But then I, I it didn't recap at all. It's just like, boom, we're just picking up right where we left off. It just seems like such a weird decision to like not try and bring in new fans at all. Yeah, that's... um. Especially with a story that complex with that many characters, you should probably yeah. like at least do like a real quick like first five or ten minutes of the episode. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, give me <laughs> yeah. give me all this shit. Who are these guys again? What are they doing? Yeah. I still can't I believe can't... we got a season three of Full Metal Panic. I don't know. They must have just acquired the license because it wasn't Kyoani. I forget it was a different studio. Yeah. It was you a could tell, trust series. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of goes to the topic of Bleach coming back. Like, do you think they're going to do a recap episode? Because they definitely need to do that. And because there's just so many goddamn characters in that series. And there's a lot of different, like, freaking factions that are in play. And then, oh, God, the new, I bet the newest season is just going to be even more complex because there's going to be a lot more new characters and all these dumb power. All they're gonna have their own unique powers as well. So that's all Bleach is. Is like we're gonna introduce a character. We're gonna say, "Oh man, he's so powerful," and then it's like, "Actually, this is my real power." And then they win the fight. It's just, it's cool art. That's really what it is. If you like the art, watch it. If not, don't go in there looking for a detailed storyline or great characters. It's. Don't you go lost? Oh wait, he's got hidden powers. Gasp. <laughs> He's more, got other hollow abilities now. He's got five swords. Oh, but what if he was like also? Well, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but he's pretty what much if, everything. Yeah, he was also dead, but alive, but a hollow, but a soul reaper. Yeah, but and also a nutshell right there. Yeah, Sorry, pizza. I thought you had something you'd say. Nope. Good. So done with bleach by the time it was over the first time. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna watch it. You are. I'm going to watch it. I don't care. I mean, it's a show that I could watch while eating Triscuits, which are very loud and crunchy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yep. It's a Triscuit show. That I mean, that's kind of what it is. Like, I'll watch my Shonens with that. I'll watch One Piece with while I'm eating. Just like, I love One Piece, but boy, does the pacing really suck sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the title but- for this episode. It's Anate <laughs> Podcast, Triscuit Anime, and Other Observations. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. Lost is great. But uh, I was going <laughs> to say, oh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Uh, Attack on Titan is the lost of anime. Triscuits eating triscuits while watching Bleach. I don't, oh, oh, okay. What I was gonna say is that <laughs> every shonen anime devolves and like loses its really original pace, which is why people like the show at first. Coming back after all this time and the manga being done, they won't have to pace themselves out. They might actually pull off a better show than the original. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that, that would Maybe. spare us the filler episodes. Oh, definitely. We don't need any filler this time. The swords came alive. Gasp. You all like Noragami? I'm still mad. Yeah, Noragami. Not, not, so not, not even nearly as good as Noragami. Yeah. yeah. We won't, we won't say We're that. season three of that. What the fuck? <laughs> they got to wait until they have all this, the content, maybe? Yeah. Or it's more like. Don't give me bleach. Give me more Noragami. Yeah, I agree, actually. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think in more, it's more that Bones is just too busy with stuff, but that hasn't stopped uh, the anime industry from shipping off stuff they've worked to a different studio. Cough, cough, One Punch Man. Oh, wait, One Punch Man in season one was actually made by uh, Madhouse yep. first. And no Gun's Life just... killed One Punch Man. <laughs> yeah. All right. One um... Punch Man had to die for... <laughs> had to die so... No Gun's Life could succeed. Season one was just the perfect anime. They couldn't follow it up. 
but yeah. okay. it's always been my point that season two wasn't that bad. Season one's just that good. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. The writing and the characters are still pretty good in season two. We're getting like off track. Do we have anything else we want to talk about uh, about shows that have been on a hiatus? So some of you guys like to rewatch, others just don't care. I think and it really so- depends how much you remember. That's what yeah. it comes yeah. down to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I think it also depends on your uh, experience with the series. Like, I'm thinking of watching Inuyasha because I have I have never touched the series at all, and I'm just kind of curious what it's like. Yeah, so, so reviving think, an old show can get people to go back and watch the original. Yeah, I think, I think that's the point. Sometimes better watch uh, re- regenerate better. sales of the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my thing would be I think a lot of the times is you don't make that decision until you watch. Episode one of the new thing. How like, do you remember everybody? Do you remember what was going on? If you don't, stop. Go back to the old show. Pretty much. I actually kind of screwed up with uh, this anime high school girl. Oh, high score girl. Sorry. And <laughs> I watched like it was broken up into three chunks. It was the first season, and then like the OVA, and then like kind of the second season. But I guess it was all just in order uh, eventually. But I didn't watch it that way. I watched season one, season two, then the OVA. And the OVA yeah. is right in the middle. So I thought, wow, they really jumped ahead. Oh, they numbered the episodes like four. Why'd they skip four episodes? Really stupid. Really stupid. <laughs> but I won't do that again. Hopefully. I I will. I will absolutely do that again. I'm already like geriatric over here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dr. Kev, can we please hear a voice for we end the episode? Uh, sure. Here's oh, my yeah. Here oh, man, it's like smooth velvet. Don't stop. <laughs> what can you tell us the about the sky? What? We completely overlapped there. Um, yeah, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to say about anime or the government? No, fuck this season. Fuck uh, the this season, uh, the season of anime is pretty sparse, so we, you have the time to catch up on Bleach if you really want to, or you can Don't. watch, you know, yeah, sure. watch Decadence. <laughs> Watch Decadence and Lost. Don't watch ReZero. Oh, shit, I was supposed to not say that. <clears throat> you do nothing else. Watch Decadence. Yes. Yes. And eat Triscuits. But don't eat Triscuits during Decadence. Watch Bleach. Well, forget it. We're done. Dr. Kev, <laughs> Requiem, That's My Pizza. I'm Hybrid Mig. Thanks, everybody. Check Tweet, uh, Annotate Official. Uh, give us comments. We love them. Give us five stars on everywhere you would listen to the podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Triscuits. I love Triscuits. This episode is sponsored by Triscuits. <laughs> <laughs>